I'm Anthony Lewis. I'm Dan Lewis. And it is time to level your gear off. For level your gear, Cinema Geekly Gaming Broadcast. What's up, bros? Uh, you should probably open every show with a "What's up, bros?" Um, yeah, Jason's not here. He is at. Let's just pretend he's at uh, PAX. That's a gaming. That's a gaming uh, convention, isn't Pacific it? Pacific S X. Yeah, xylophones. There's xylophones. There we go. Uh, what that has to do with a lot of words that begin with an X, but they don't sound like an X. I think that's what's. I think that's a thing that's going on right now. So yeah, Jason's on assignment there uh, right now. We're looking forward to his full report on the next episode of Level Your Gear. Uh, just what a Pacific ass xylophone is. Yes, and uh, and what console that's coming out for. Uh, let's talk about some stuff, Dan, that I saw news-wise. Did you see this uh, story? This this actually uh, kind of blew up, at least on my on my Facebook feed. Whoa. Uh, yeah, this was uh, uh, this company called Rare Games Uh-oh. Uh, stated that they are uh, looking at possibly renewing the uh, the the very popular series Banjo Kazooie and Perfect Dark. Uh, they also made Battle Toads as well, but Perfect Dark and Banjo Battle Toads. Yes, Perfect Dark and Banjo Kazooie were both N sixty four games. Uh, did you ever play either of those games? Uh, I think I played a little bit of Perfect Dark. Yeah, that's an that's an FPS, right? That's a yeah. Um, and it was very good, if if memory serves as well. Um, here's the here's the thing. I I was kind of excited to see this. I never played Banjo Kazooie. Uh, to be honest with you, I had no idea that it was even considered a good game, but apparently it is considered a very good game. Uh, and I knew Perfect Dark was also uh, highly touted. I, I, I kind of got a little excited for this until I found out that Rare is now owned by Microsoft. So Uh-oh. if these games were to come out, they would probably be Xbox uh, exclusives, which which blows for me. Uh, but right now, this... It's weird to see where game companies end up because Rare made these games. Perfect Dark, to me, is, I, I think, their best game. But people would probably argue Battletoads is awesome. And uh, I'm sure there's people that are in the Banjo-Kazooie camp as well. But uh, they they made these great games for the N64. And now they are busy. Right now, what they're doing is making uh, games for Kinect. They make Kinect sports games. Oh. Do people use the Kinect? Do you know anybody who has an Xbox One and uses their their Kinect? Right? They usually just use it just to say uh, Xbox, turn on. Yeah. Xbox, fuck off. <laughs> Xbox, foot massage. Uh, the yeah. Xbox, blow me. Yeah, oh, most of the awesome. Most of the people, <laughs> the little port opens up on the. <laughs> no, but most <laughs> most of the people. Uh, um, most of the people I know that were talking didn't wanted nothing to do with the connect. I mean, it, obviously there was a lot vocal enough uh, group of people out there that they started selling the Xbox without it. So um, yeah, I'm they they went from a, a very high high to low lows. I don't know too many people that are uh, big time connect game users uh, in that sense. But uh, yeah, they um, this is according to Ken Lobb. Creator, creative director of Microsoft Studios. Um, basically, the question was, will there be another Banjo? Uh, basically, it, was, it was more than that as well. It was, will there be another Banjo, Aviva, Blast Corpse, or Battletoads? And he goes, yeah, someday, he said, speaking in the Inner Circle podcast. We know there's value. We have a lot of passion internally for each of those games. And we have surprises in store in the near and long-term future, which is basically not saying anything. I'm shocked this made as much news as it did. He's like, yeah, someday. So you, you could get like the the next-gen Perfect Dark sequel 15 years from now or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, someday, and we have terms in the near and long, long future isn't really saying anything, but 
that's how that's how game studios work now, Dan. It's very <laughs> very uh uh, well, uh, we have plans and we can't discuss them with you because we don't really have plans, but we just want to say something so you're not pissed. Uh, I don't know. Uh, would you be excited to see any... I mean, you you play Xbox still. Would you be uh, excited to see um, older games that have kind of... They haven't necessarily been forgotten by the people who like them when they were out, but by and large, by the casual gamer today, games that have sort of been forgotten... Uh, would you like to see any of those get brought back or repurposed or sequelized or anything like that? Uh, it depends on how much, like, if I already own the game, it really sucked to spend, like, another 40 bucks for it. Right. I mean, that's the one thing, like, oh, you can get the remastered. It's, I already have the game. Yeah. I, well, like, I'm, thinking if they did Battle, I'm thinking if they did Battletoads, it would be, a, at the very least, a remastering. Like, oh, well, that'd be different. Like, it's an all-new game. Yeah, yeah. Um, then, then you would, I would totally like to play an updated version of, of Battletoads. That'd be awesome. Um, let me see here. What else we got? We got so much stuff to talk about this week, sir. Where to, where to begin? Well, we already began. I'm going to say this for a little bit. <laughs> uh, I've got this thing that I want to do a little bit later. I'm going to save that. Um, that hatred game we talked about, by the way, uh, has finally received a rating <laughs> from the ESERB. Is it AO? It is adults only, yes. Yeah, adults yeah. only rating in the U.S. and Canada, which of course means jack shit, uh, because adults will probably still buy this game for kids. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Hatred, the controversial third-person game where the character enacts a quote genocide crusade unquote, has been rated adults only by the ESERB, the video game ratings board of the United ESERB States. ESERB it. Yeah, that game eserbed this rating, Dan, for sure. <laughs> they got what they eserbed. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm not quite convinced why. Um, here's a here's a quote, by the way, from the game developers. While I'm not quite convinced why hatred got an AO rating, while it lacks any sexual content, but it's still some kind of achievement to have the second game in history getting an AO rating for violence and harsh language only, even if this violence isn't really that bad and this harsh language isn't overused one of the game's developers wrote uh dan you have seen footage we really want people to pay attention to us dan you've seen footage from this game he describes it as uh in relation to the violence quote isn't really that bad so what, what do you think having looked at the game uh it looks pretty bad to me i don't know what they're <laughs> talking about i mean i've it's seen like the trailer I mean, what are they? What are they comparing it to here? Like real life violence? Like it? It's not as bad looking when you compare it to actual violence. Like, what are yeah, they... like for some reason GTA, like the whole purpose of the game isn't to kill innocent people, and most of the time the people in that game are really just idiots, anyways. Like even the sure. supposedly innocent people are really just horrible people. Well, this yeah. one is just like innocent people like begging for their lives as you put a gun in their mouth and mm-hmm. pull in the trigger. I'm like, eh. You wonder why you got mayo. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, here, here's the thing. Basic, and this is a this is a weird thing as well. Um, I mean, maybe he's looking at it from this perspective. I don't think this game was not created in America, right? This was by Swedish people or something. I thought it was Polish, but I'm not sure. Sure. Um, maybe they're just looking at it from the standpoint of America's rating it because he's like, but there's no boobs in it, uh, which is. He would be correct in that regard. America does tend to to censor nudity far more than violence. Uh, uh, but this would be more in line with a European rating system where they're like, no, violence is actually worse than nipples and uh, and uh, whatever else. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure this got a got a rating it deserved. I'm I don't know. Uh, I, I guess they're um, the post goes on to say. I would prefer to get a standard M plus rating because with AO, we will have problems to get into consoles in the future. But on the other hand, I think you guys in parentheses, our fans would be disappointed with it. The forum post continues. Uh, So yeah, there you go. Is that a deserved rating, sir, for this game based off of what you've seen of it, the content of the game or whatever? Oh, it's pretty horrible to me. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think of, I know I'm just going to bring this up every chance we get because um, Stan Lee had a saying with comic books, Dan, that uh, 
it's entirely possible that no matter what comic book you're reading, chances are it's someone's first comic book. So you always want to keep that in mind when writing your story. So I'm just going to presume that it's possible that this might be somebody's first uh, Level Your Gear podcast. And uh, let's talk about this real quick. Uh, the, the treatment this game has gotten, anything to do with freedom of speech, Dan? Anything at all? I'm sure they're going to say it. Oh, I mean, people have, yes, but does it actually? It doesn't look like there's any free speech in it whatsoever. No. Well, I mean, I don't understand political correctness. Like, since when is it politically, you know? Well, I I think because we talked about this before, there's people are saying their artistic freedom has been impeded because Steam refused to sell the game. Which isn't true. Of course not. No, I mean, Steam did, but it's not. And then they came back and brought it back. It's right. Well, Steam can sell whatever the hell it wants. Right, they're a business. They can make business choices. Having their artistic uh, their artistic license uh, impeded would be, say, if uh, a government or some other agency tried to stop them from making the game, then then it would be impeded. Um, like you can say what you want about uh, the the Charlie Hebdo thing. Uh, about what their content and whether you like it or not, or whether you thought any of it was funny or not. Um, it's only free speech if people are trying to, uh, it's being impeded if people are trying to stop them from doing it. Uh, I think people should. These guys are well within their rights to go ahead and make this game. Um, but the rating system is going to rate it what they think it should be rated, and the people who want to sell it, who think that it would be sellable, through their company should be able to do that. And they don't think it would sell or it could hurt their brand to be associated with it. They shouldn't have to do that either. Uh, so yeah, people need to fucking learn what free speech is. Uh, I have yeah, you're going to hear that a lot on here because this happens a lot with fucking video games. People are constantly wanting about freedom of speech or freedom of expression. Uh, Dan, there are still people to this day who don't understand that, um, PewDiePie blocking his comments is not a violation of free speech. It's it's just not like they don't understand what it is. Um, let's uh. Let's oh my talk- god, my freedom to be a troll is being impeded. Uh... Sorry, I took over for you. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so there's two um, there's two games here with uh, some microtransaction stories. Ooh. And, uh, what what is it you dislike the most about the microtransaction, Dan? Uh, it kind of ruins the game. You you have to they call it pay to win because mm-hmm. you can play it regularly, but you're only going to play it for like a minute or two, and and then you're going to get hit with something like, oh, this is going to take 24 hours to to get done, so you have to pay money. Yeah, <clears throat> and it's you know if you pay it every now and then, but in order to play the game like a real game where you play it for an hour or two, you have to spend a lot of money. And that's just, right. it gets in the way of, of, you know, playing the game. I'd rather just unlock stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't really like that at all. Uh, so here's the thing. It's, uh, there's this game. I think it's uh, getting a PC release, PC release maybe. It's called H1Z1. Guess what that's about? What? H1Z1. H1Z1. Okay, so you know, like, the flu virus. Sounds like, yeah, it sounds like it's like, uh, what's the uh, name of that game? It's a... Daisy uh, or something? No. A, uh, it, oh, okay. It's a zombie game. Okay. Yeah, because you know H one N one is the, a flu virus, so H one Z one would be some sort of a, zombie virus. There's like a strategy game where you can create like a virus and stuff. Holy crap! Really? That's nerdy. Uh, yeah, you way can, nerdier like, than us. I can't. Oh, I think it's called like Plague Inc. or something like that. Ah, okay. It's the, on uh, the it's on the cellular phone. So this is a um There you go, Plague Inc. Yeah, it is nerdy. You get like DNA points. Good. You God. can like oh you can people can wash their hands and they'll still spread and stuff like that. Oh my god. Okay, let's let's forget about that for that's way over my head and nerddom. Um so H1Z1 is a uh, zombie survival MMO, right? And, oh, like uh, World War Z? Or Daisy. Yeah, there's a game out called Daisy, which is a survival. I thought it was originally like the War Z or something, and oh, I have no idea. But here, here's the thing: when it comes to the microtransactions, right? They originally announced there were, were going to be it's a free to play game, uh, but they announced there was going to be microtransactions, but that they would be cosmetic, right? 
which are fine if you want to do cosmetic microtransactions. Because, um, you know, that's just, you know, changing your gear or skinning things or, you know what I mean? Like, that's not the end of the world. So the most important aspects, to me anyway, I think, of if you're going to be playing some sort of zombie survival game, you're going to have three things that are important, right? You're going to need uh, some water, you're going to need some food, and you're probably going to need weapons, correct? Oh, yeah, and clothes. So, uh, sure. Uh, there's a, and there's a microtransaction that allows for a drop. Like an airdrop, an airplane will drop stuff, right? Oh god, it's like uh, it sounds a lot like the shitty Daisy game. And one of the or whatever, um, and it drops and uh, random shit. It has food and water and weapons in it. And if you have weapons in a zombie survival game, you're essentially you know king of the castle, right? You can kill zombies, you can kill humans. If you have weapons, oh, it you have has all the power. It has a. Uh... Whatever the hell it is, it has a player PvP. Yeah. Is it like some? Is it like automatically, or do you have to go somewhere to do that? I am not sure. Because a lot of games, you got to go like, like Destiny has the Crucible, Final Fantasy fourteen has like the Wolves Den. You got to go to certain places to do PvP. Right. Or uh, like some games, you have to ask someone if they want to fight, like GTA. But well, basically, basically, really. basically, paying for something that's important, like weapons. Um, that you would normally have to go and scavenge for on your own, but if you can just pay, and they're delivered to you, would you call that a a uh, like a game winning microtransaction, like a pay to win microtransaction? I mean, the people who have like the most disposable income are going to be the best at that game. Right, right. So uh, people got pissed, and at least to Sony Online Entertainment's credit here, John Smedley, which is an awesome name. <laughs> the, pre- the president of SOE offered a refund to the for the game himself on the H1Z1 subreddit yesterday, uh, directing customers to an email address to make their refund request. He said the offer is valid only until Monday, and it applies to those who purchased the game as of 1.30 p.m. on Friday. The game was sold for $19.99. Uh, when its full edition launches, it will cost $39.99. Right now, it's an early access uh, launch. Uh, for people who basically people were really pissed. There's another one here as well for a, a much larger console release called Evolve. Have you heard about this game, sir? I have not. Okay, so it's a it's a four on one game where um, you can be part of a four man human type team where each person has a different role. Or you can play the role of the monster, which evolves as it eats things. And so it's a four oh. versus it's a very interesting concept and all the gameplay footage I've seen of it looks really cool as well. Uh, but basically, the story is the creator of the game is responding to DLC complaints um, where he is insisting that the uh, the DLC bundles are, quote, options, nothing more. Uh, so, yeah, this is a um, let me see here. Uh, Phil Robb is the name of this guy. He is. He is. Uh, he posted a response to complaints lobbied to the developers following recent DLC announcements earlier this week. The developers re- uh, revealed content ranging from new playable monsters to additional hunters. The DLC is scattered throughout the game's season pass uh, with other pre-order incentives. Um, and basically, people are like, look, are these things like going to give people bonuses? Like, Are you still going to be able to play competitively if you never spend another dime on the game? Um, and he is he is saying yes, but like this is a problem in gaming in general, right? Like, are you going to be you know people who are willing to pay more? Are they going to be getting an enhanced game experience than the people who are, you know, it's the complaint we've had with DLC prior, right? Where DLC should be icing on an already completed cake that mm-hmm. should be delicious all on its own, but that's really not how DLC is right now, is it? Uh, yeah. For the most part, anyway, right? Uh, was there a lot of DLC with, um, uh, with uh, like, final, like with the Final Fantasy game that you and Jason have been playing? On a uh, I don't think they've. It's mostly just been updates. I don't think they've had uh, patches and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they had. Uh, it wasn't D. It wasn't DLC back in the day. What did they used to call it? And they came out with something you had to buy and you had to install it. Oh, I have no idea. It wasn't expansion packs. I think oh, expansion, expansion packs. Yeah. 
they still call it that for you know like World of Warcraft and things like that. Yeah, now the DLC is like for Xbox games and shit. Sure. The um, I gotta I gotta do this real quick. Um, I'm pulling this up for for future use. Um, this is just an interesting note. I'm not interested in playing this game or anything like this, but I just I just found this curious. Um, so there's a game called, maybe you've heard of it. It's called Hotline Miami 2. Wrong number. Have you heard of Hotline Miami before? No. Sounds uh, like a weird CSI spinoff. It's a top-down shooter. Okay, so on Wednesday it emerged that the Australian censors refused to classify the game based on what it deemed as scenes of strong violence as well as what it determined to be a rape scene. Ugh. Um... So, basically, the guy who created the game, this is his exact quote. Uh, He said, if the game is banned in Australia, quote, just pirate it. (laughs) Quote, no need to send us any money, just enjoy the game, end quote. Um, That's weird. But this looks like an indie top-down game. Like, I can't imagine, like, if they banned GTA 6. That Rockstar would be like, yeah, fuck it. If it's banned, just pirate it. <laughs> Do you think they would ever take that? I don't think they would ever take that route. They probably just have to cut out the offensive thing. I mean, you know what? That's like similar to the HBO thing, though, right? Do you remember the the head of HBO when they're like, what do you think about people sharing their HBO Go services? He was basically like, okay, whatever. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm I'm wiping my ass with $50 bills as we speak. Right now, the camera. That's why the camera is only focusing above my waist, because below my waist, wiping my ass with fifties. It's just he's, a lot of shit covered fifty dollar bills. He's like, and I haven't even. He's like, I haven't even gone to the bathroom. I'm just wiping a clean ass with fifty dollar bills. That's <laughs> how I can. Because I can. Yes, he's not even. There's not even a use for it. That's how much money he has. Um, I wanna, I wanna play this game here. Let's see if this. Uh, I want to see uh, how, if, hopefully, okay, I want, we're going to take a quiz, Dan. Uh-oh. Yeah. The, um, this is an awesome quiz on Polygon. It says, uh, quiz, Destiny Gun or Swedish Metal Band? <laughs> so I'm going to ask you the questions. We're going to see uh, what's right. Which of the following is a gun in Destiny, Dan? Time Requiem? Scar Symmetry, Patience and Time, or Dark Tranquility? Ooh, let's do Patience and Time. Okay. Correct. Oh. Yep, that's I, a Destiny gun, it says. I think I got that gun once. So. It is a sniper rifle. Oh, okay, maybe I didn't. Or maybe okay. I do have it. I don't know. Okay, Dan, so which of these is not a gun in Destiny? Which of these, in fact, is a metal band that hails from Sweden? Ham- Hammerfall? Crypt Dweller, Red Death, or Light of the Abyss? Red Death. Okay. And submit. Sorry. Nope, but that totally seems like it should be one, right? The correct answer is Hammerfall. Hammerfall isn't uh Hammerfall is a band? Hammerfall is a band and apparently not a weapon. Oh, I think I was confusing my games. I think Hammerfall's... Um, here, okay, so another Destiny gun here. Uh, six Gates... Bloodbound, Ceremonial Oath, or Doom Echo 11. <laughs> so one of those is a gun? Uh, yes. Oh, man. Oh, wait, so, like, all oh, of them... My, my bad. The first one was not six gates. It was seven gates. Seven gates, Bloodbound, Ceremonial Oath, or Doom Echo 11. I'm gonna go Doom Echo 11. It's just because I'm hoping, right? Correct! That's a gun? I mean... <laughs> Um, yeah, it is also a sniper rifle. <laughs> Doom Echo 11. There are a lot of weird names for guns on there. Swedish metal band, Dan. Pick them out. Uh, Inevitable End, Fate <laughs> of All Fools, Gillian's Demise, or The Culling. Uh, so what a... All those are bands, except... One of them is a band. God, I'm terrible at this game. Uh, I'll go with uh, 
Gillian's demise. God, I hope that's what it is. Sorry, uh, act. Sorry, but this was this one was kind of hard. The correct answer is inevitable end. So far, you are two for two with guns, but zero for two with Swedish metal bands. Um. Okay, so three of these, Dan, are Swedish metal bands. One of them is a Destiny gun. Name the one that is the Destiny gun. Destiny, <laughs> No Land Beyond, Soils of Fate, or Eternal Oath? Uh, Eternal Oath. Soils of Fate. Sorry! The correct answer is No Land Beyond. There's a fucking gun called No Land Beyond? <laughs> What does that even mean? I don't know what the name most of these fucking guns are. This one should be easy. Uh, choose the Swedish metal band. Um, I actually know this one. Uh, Aman Amarth? <laughs> Abyss Defiant, Lord of Wolves, or Gallerhorn? Spelled with a G-J. Yeah, that one. that one's a weapon. Uh... Gjallerhorn. We talked about that one already. Yeah, I think Aman, Aman something. Yeah, Aman, Amarth, Aman. Correct. Yeah, well, Aman Amarth is pretty well known. I'm calling them Aman Amarth. Aman Amarth. Na 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 na. Aman Amarth. That's what they come up to. That should be their That's their ecstasy of gold or whatever the fuck. They come out on stage like Pick the Destiny gun from this list Heavy Load God Macabre Black Hammer or Death Breath I hope it's Death Breath Which one is it Dan? Uh, I think it's Black Hammer. Try Black, that. Black Hammer. Correct. Uh, Black oh, Hammer is <laughs> Black Hammer. Dan is guess what kind of gun? Shotgun. A sniper rifle, just like what? all of them. <laughs> Are they just all the sniper rifles stupidly named? <laughs> well, I could start up the game and tell you the name of some of my guns. Okay, so S- Swedish metal band Dan Thunderlord. <laughs> Merciless. Ne- no, it gets better. Necrochasm <laughs> and necrophobic. I'm gonna say necrophobic. Correct. Yeah, I know necrochasm is an actual gun. Um, <laughs> there's a group called necrophobic. Um, okay. Destiny gun, Dan. These are all very short names. Thorn, Grave, Thorns, or um, Iljarn. I'm going to go with Thorn? Without an S. Yeah. Correct, sir. That is a hand cannon. Hell yeah. I think I, saw somebody, I think I saw somebody with that before. And it looks pretty sweet as well. That's a cool design. I hate hand cannons. Find the Swedish metal band, Dan. We only have five more to go. The Chosen, Morbus Kron, Fatebringer, Swordbreaker. I'm going to go with, what is it, Nobis Kron or? Mor- Morbus, Morbus Kron. Morbus Kron, that sounds like a metal band. Correct! That is Morbus Kron. Fatebringer, Swordbreaker. Nothing beats death breath. <laughs> uh, name this shotgun that appears in Destiny. Expulsion? Uh, Paganizer? Invective or Shotgun Messiah? Uh, both Invective. Correct, sir. It has Ooh. got an orange glow to it. I was really hoping there would be a shotgun called Shotgun Messiah, but... <laughs> I am the shotgun messiah. The following is a band from Stockholm and not a destiny gun. Harbinger, Hezen Vengeance, Fang of Uryut. <laughs> Ute. It's got a weird mark, so it could be Ute. It could be an elongated. And 
Thirfing, thirfing, like surfing, but with a really bad lisp. He's gone thirfing. I'll go with that last one. Thurfing? <laughs> thurfing. Thurfing USA. Uh, that is correct. Oh. Wow. He says, you've got it. You like Viking metal? Apparently they're Vikings. Yeah, I know Fang of Urhut or whatever is a gun. I've seen people with that before. A Fang of Urhut. <laughs> Urhut the Fang. <laughs> sorry, like sorry to all of our Swedish listeners. Urhut the <laughs> Fang. No, Amon, a goat or whatever will not be performing today. They have a bad case of death breath. <laughs> Which of the following is a destiny gun? Lord High Fixer, <laughs> Rune Magic, the Duskfall, or Machine Supremacy? Uh, what was the third one? Uh, the Duskfall. I guess I'll go with that one. Okay. Rune Magic! In- Rune- Incorrect. It was Lord High Fixer. <laughs> Rune Magic Woman. Which is, which in parentheses here it says, which is actually also a band from Texas too. <laughs> it's a gun and a band. But not a Swedish metal band. <laughs> Rune, Rune Magic. Um, almost done. Pick the Swedish metal band below. Hard Light, Oversoul Edict, Word of Crota, and Vomitory. So this is the gun? Uh, this is a band. Ah, oh, damn it. What was the last one? <laughs> Vomitory. Let's <laughs> go Vomitory. God, that'd be a great band name. Correct! Uh, I mean, Vomit... That, it, it says here, yes, that one was pretty easy. I mean, Vomitory, come on. I know Crota is like a dude in the game. Yeah. Uh, finally, we're going to need you to identify one last Destiny gun. Hunger of Crota? Fetus Stench? God hate or dark funeral? <laughs> Go with the Crota one. Uh, correct. That is a rocket launcher. Uh, <laughs> they don't have a gun called Fetus Stench. <laughs> watch out! Watch out! Watch out, guys! He's got Fetus Stench. It's almost as bad as Death Breath. <laughs> <laughs> guns have a really weird name i have uh i have a pulse rifle called time on target mm-hmm. uh, i have an auto rifle called dr nope they call me dr Nope. that's actually a pretty awesome name uh i got an exotic pulse rifle called bad juju <laughs> oh that's awesome which is anti-semitic that's <laughs> spelled j-u-j-u uh see a sniper rifle called Epitaph 2261. What? <laughs> Sniper rifles have the weirdest fucking names. It's your, it's your epitaph, but not until the distant future. See, then we got uh, a fusion rifle called Light Slash Beware. <laughs> a rocket launcher. Is, there, lo- is there actually a is there actually a slash? Yes, light uh, forward slash beware. So, like, it depends on the time of day. Like, sometimes it's light, sometimes it's beware. It just depends yeah, on the Yeah, you never know. Light and or beware. <laughs> <laughs> so then I got uh, a rocket launcher called the Unfriendly Giant. Oh, okay. Uh, and I have a machine gun called the Swarm. Oh, come on. That's pretty lame. That's nowhere good. I'm sure you can find weirder shit if you go oh, to this. Oh, sure. <laughs> Ass um, of Crota or whatever. <laughs> that Necro thing, that, that's like the gun you get in the last, in the latest, or latest raid. Fetus Stench. Fetus Fetus stench slash rainbow sprinkles. <laughs> Just depending on the time of day. Death uh, slash light life breath. So this isn't a this isn't a news story, but it does bring up a, a question I wanted to ask you and see if you could uh, uh, reach back into your memories and uh, and and help me out with this one. It's basically it's an editorial right about how uh, the Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Oh. Basically, it's just like an opinion piece about how he thinks that this game has really stood the test of time. I wanted to know, Dan, are there any old games of yours that you think uh, still stand the test, that are still fun games to play today that you would go back and, and play, regardless of the system they're on or how old they are? Oh, probably Ocarina of Time would definitely be one. Mm-hmm. I'm right uh, there with you for sure. I kind of like Xenogears that have a slightly better graphics, and also they get rid of the stupid fighting I mean, I know a lot of people like that part, 
and it's fine that it's in there as like a side quest, but mm-hmm. you got to go in there and do it to get some good items. And oh, I hate fighting games. Uh, yeah. So I wish it, but uh, try, ooh, Super Mario uh, RPG. That's a fun game. Really? I have never played that before. On the Super NES, that is an awesome game. Oh, I have not played. Okay. Um, you, you got anything else that's sticking out in your mind? Uh, PlayStation games, any other N64? Or, uh, did we ever play... Gen- Sega Genesis was the first console we ever had when we were kids. Are there any yeah. games we ever had for that? Like for Sega, Sega CD, or 32X that ever stood out to you at all? Rage in the Cage was awesome. Prize <laughs> oh, Fighter? CD. Prize Fighter was a lot of fun. Yeah, but whether it stands the test of time or not, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know if any of those games do. Um... I mean, shit. What was the um, what was that one game? Fucking uh, the the uh, the trap game. Uh, uh, double trap. Double trap. Goddamn, double trap. Yeah, it's so great. I can't even remember the title of the game. Um, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think if there was really. I mean, you know, like the Sonic games are still fun to play. Uh, things like that. I mean, those are really kind of easy answers, though, right? Like Super Mario Brothers is still fun. Um, and those games are. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything that, like, outside of the the norm that that really st- is still fun to play, like those old those old uh, Aki WWF games and the WCW games that they released. Those are actually still quite a lot of fun to play. Uh, I, I think those still hold up really well. On the N64. Oh yes. Um, I'm I'm trying to we I'm trying to remember PlayStation. Short of, like, say, Final Fantasy VII, which is still a really great game, I'm trying to think if there's any games that I played or maybe that you played that still hold up from the PlayStation. Uh, You know, Crash Bandicoot's really good, but I'm trying to... uh, Boy, I can't really think of a whole lot from the PlayStation. It's like, it's been so long since I played any of those games. What about Warzone? Oh, Warzone was terrible. (laughs) Uh... Basically, uh, they uh, I think they made a SmackDown Here Comes the Pain for PS2, I want to say. And Here Comes the Pain. That was one of the, the few last good wrestling games, uh, probably up until the current day even. It's debatable how good the wrestling games that are made today are, but... Hey, I'll have you know, I just bought uh, 2K, what is it, 14? Oh, did you? What's the one with the rock on it? That would be 2K14. I did. I did just buy that. You just got it for three sixty. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, thirty years. It'll be the best game ever. The well, a lot of people are saying they prefer it to this year's game. Um, I, I think they're wrong, but if you want to play it just for like the thirty years of WrestleMania mode, which is a lot of fun, uh, it's worth it for that mode. That's a great. That's a great mode to go through and play through that. So how tough um, is it? Um, it's got settings. You can do like an easy, a medium, and a hard. I think. Can you do that with the Undertaker thing? Because I suck. Um, there's two Undertaker ones, and I don't think I don't know what the settings are for it. There's two Undertaker <laughs> ones. There's there's one where you have to try to beat him, and they gave they give him like a special move set in that mode that he doesn't have in the regular game. Um, that basically allows him to like counter things into finishers uh, out of nowhere, which is not a lot of fun. Um, and the other mode is defending the streak, where you basically just see how many dudes you can beat in a row. Um, now, don't you unlock like a certain Undertaker by doing that? Yes, I believe there's like a couple of actually there's like a shit ton of unlockables, uh, unless you buy the accelerator, and then you can just unlock everything by pressing a button, uh, which I normally do because I don't want to fuck around with the game modes all that often. That's not yeah. that's not my that's not what I play for. But yeah, what do you what do you play it for? Um, usually for like uh, universe mode and things like that, it's kind of like the season mode, even though it's. Um, oh, that's that's where you can like create your own. Uh, yeah, like shows rivalries and stuff. and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, it's it's horribly bugged and fucked up though. I mean, I hate the way that the I hate the way that it works. Um, even when you turn off all of the story options, it still infuses story elements, even like though you've people- turned them all off. People like walking like those shitty things where it's like somebody bumped into someone in the backstage. no like uh, like somebody like somebody becomes a bad guy even if you don't want them to at that moment the game just decides they're going to be a bad guy for no reason um, there's weird glitches where like in tag matches 
Um, there'll be like a cutscene where you and your partner attack the other guys, but it'll be you and somebody from the other team attacking your partner and the other guy from the other team. Like, it's just really weird. Um, I, I don't, that's still broken. It's still broken in the new game. It's one of the few modes they included on the next gen consoles and it is still broken completely and utterly broken and it needs to be fixed. Um, so one of the cinema geekly premium subscribers, Dan, whose username is generic Toff, asked if we were ever going to cover uh, deals. Deals? Uh, like gaming deals. Oh. Um, stuff like that. And I said, sure, why not? So uh, we can end the show, I think, talking about uh, what, what deals there be. I, I just saw this one, sir. Uh, maybe this will be the time for you to hop in on the Xbox One market because... Uh, Microsoft announced on uh, Thursday, just a couple days ago, that in the United States, the Xbox One will take another price drop. It will now be three fifty, another fifty dollar markdown from the regular price. It's only valid in the United States. Uh, Microsoft has said that it's a timed price drop, but however, they will not uh, commit to an end date for the price drop. Um, so there may be no better time to hop in on an Xbox One. Uh, at, uh, at 350 I think that makes it cheaper than the PS4 at this point, yes? Uh, I think so. Uh, it's hard to... I think it's hard to... Uh, it may be hard to, to beat that, actually. I'm not sure, but that's a that's actually not a bad price at all. Um, let's look at the... Okay, so there's a ton of deals. Uh, so let's talk about them real quick. I'm going to try to mention the uh, the best prices... What, what would you consider a good price for a, a newish game, Dan? Well, they usually run 60 bucks. Yeah, so would you say if a game is under 50 that it would be a good deal? Yeah, I'd like it at 40 I'm cheap. <laughs> okay. So do you want me to... Uh, so you're like, this isn't a good deal. Never mind. <laughs> do, you want me to do, do you want me to do 45 and under for, a, for games? Yeah, I'd go with that. That sounds good. Okay. Um... I should note here that uh, Sony has announced another $400 PS4 bundle that comes with The Last of Us Remastered. Uh, if you're going to buy a console bundle, uh, that would be my recommendation, by the way, for a game. Uh, so I would I would definitely go for that. Um, eBay has a $370 PS4 with your choice of free game. Uh, you get to choose between Destiny, NBA 2K15, Far Cry 4, or Little Big Planet 3. So that's not a bad deal either. Oh. Indeed. Um, let me see here. Okay, so PS4 game deals. Let's let's do that first. So we're going to do $45 and under? Hell yeah. Okay, so Madden NFL 15, $45. Uh, oh, yeah. On Amazon. Who doesn't want to play that? Uh, these, by the, by the way, are all Amazon sales as well. Uh, infamous Second Son is only $25 at Amazon. Scoop that shit up right now if you haven't done it. An excellent game. Uh, Watch Dogs is $32 on Amazon. Scoop it. Also a good price. Dragon Age Inquisition, $45 on Amazon. Uh, Assassin's Creed Unity, $35 on Amazon. I just, by the way, on CinemaGeekly.com wrote a review for that game. Uh, and I believe I gave it 4 out of 5. So $35. Go pick that up. Uh, Killzone Shadowfall, $27 on Amazon. That's not a bad deal. Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. That game's getting like a shit ton of praise. $36 on Amazon. Mordor. Mordor. Uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Uh, it's $40 on Amazon as well. Call of Poopy. Um, the Last of Us Remastered, $22. Again, scoop that shit. Scoop the shit. Uh, in this case, scoop the poop. <laughs> scoop the poop, sirs. Uh, NBA 2K15 for $40. Um, the Amazing Spider-Man 2, which is uh, still overly priced at $30 on Amazon. Uh, yeah, look, if you're scratching your head about getting Spider-Man or The Last of Us, Last of Us is $8 cheaper and 8 million times better. Oh, you did. Uh, Call of Duty Ghosts Hardened Edition, Dan, for $40. Oh. What uh, what do they do to harden this game? Uh, naked women. <laughs> what it is? They just plastered nudity all over the, the steelbook. Yeah. Uh, Shadow Warrior 2170, oddly priced at Amazon. Uh, the Walking Dead Season 2, $20. Again, scoop the poop on that. 
uh, people are going to make people are going to listen to this and think it sounds like we're di- when we say scoop the poop. That's uh, meant as a positive, right, Dan? Scoop the poop. Uh, thief twenty dollars on Amazon and murdered sole suspect twenty dollars on Amazon. Um, here's Xbox One games. By the way, these are also all Amazon deals. Madden NFL 15 for $43. Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor for $36. Watch Dogs for $30. Halo the Master Chief Collection, $44. Uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, $40. Just Dance 2014, Dan. Now is your chance to scoop this up for only $24. Um, Destiny is above our... Our, our our price range that we set for this, so never mind. The Amazing Spider-Man 2, $30. Um, another nude, hard-covered, hardened steelbook of Call of Duty Ghost for $40. The Walking Dead Season 2 for $20. Thief for $20. And Murdered Soul Suspect for $20. So essentially, most of the same PlayStation games um, that were uh, available. Wii U, you can get $10 off an Amiibo when you spend $40 or more at Toys R Us. What the fuck is an Amiibo, Dan? Is that the thing that fat people have to ride around in? In uh, in large stadiums, how is it? Oh, amiibo? Yeah, is that like an avatar or something? A M I I B O. Oh, I'm guessing a me is like the avatar for Wii's, right? Well, let's go A M. Amiibo by Nintendo. I think it's like an avatar. We're gonna sound. So there's the Nintendo people right now that are like, fuck you. Yeah, something about Amiibos. Oh, there we go. Wikipedia. Uh, it's a wireless communication and data storage product. I don't think that's it. Or is it? Designed by Nintendo for use between compatible toys and the Nintendo 3DS and Wii U platforms. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're actual figures, and I don't fucking know what you do with them. Okay, so say <laughs> game sales, game sales. Uh, right from <laughs> right from Nintendo itself, you can get Mario Galaxy Two for ten dollars. Like that default vanilla person who what was their name? I have no idea. Normal Truffle. Who was that person who wrote in? Oh, generic Toff. Oh, there we go. We're, They're no longer a prime or a, a, a subscriber. Well, we've got his twelve dollars, sir. So he's uh he's he's in he's in way over his head now. <laughs> Default truffle. What was his name? <laughs> Normal truffle. Dude, generic generic. If you want to rename your account to gen, uh, Default Truffle, just email me. I'll change it for you. <laughs> or normal. Uh, default truffle. Uh, just give him the default truffle. Whatever the default truffle. Is. Now I'm now I'm now I'm torn between naming this episode default truffle and Aman Amarth. <laughs> I'm not sure which or, one I want to do. Aman Amarth has death breath from default truffles. <laughs> Ninja Gaiden three, Razor Ramon's Edge, seven dollars at Walmart. Whoa, Razor yeah. Ramon's back. It's just called Razor's Edge, but uh, he will be back. Ah, oh, racist. If you watch, if you watch Monday Night Raw on Monday, uh, he'll be on that show for some reason. That is double racist. Uh, some Steam sales. Saints Row Four. Dan, have you played? Did you play Saints Row? 4? I have. I didn't like it as much as the uh, fifth one. Apparently, nobody did. You can get it for five dollars on Steam. And by fifth uh, one, I mean third one. So, uh, Civilization Beyond Earth, thirty dollars. Civilization Five. Twelve forty nine, Dragon Age Inquisition forty dollars nineteen cents, Assassin's Creed Unity forty nineteen, and a South Park: The Stick of Truth uh, for twenty dollars on Amazon. Oh, and by the way, I should note that the Dragon Age Inquisition is not from Steam or Amazon; it's from GMG. Uh, I do not know what that stands for. Uh, so there you go. Uh, that that is that, sir. That is gaming deals, uh, completely making up for any other real discussion that we could have had on this uh, this podcast. So yeah, is is that it though? Is there anything else? Was there anything else you wanted to bring up before we go? Uh, no. <laughs> That's why this particular episode is also free this week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, to get the good shit, you've got to wait until after this the the free extended weekend is over, and then sign up over at cinemageekly.com/slash/premium. That's when we're really going to sucker. I mean, provide you with better <laughs> better content. Better content is what I meant, clearly. 
We're not suckering you and in. Someday with we'll figure time. out what an amiibo is. Yes. We'll be back next week for for Dan Lewis. I'm Anthony Lewis. We'll be back next week when we uh, when we determine what the fucking amiibo is on Level Your Gear. Hopefully, we can use it to uh, cure our death breath. <laughs>Hey, Cinema Geekly listener, it's Anthony Lewis. Have you ever asked yourself, self, I'd really like to support cinemageekly.com. I love the content. I love the podcasts. It's all great. I love it. You'll want to help out cinemageekly.com. You want to help out the site you love so much, but you just can't. There isn't a way. Well, you know what? We've brought a way to you. If you shop on Amazon.com. And at this point, I'm not sure who doesn't. Amazon has a gajillion products available to people just like you and me. From movies, video games. You want to watch movies? Buy a TV, Blu-ray player. You can get any of that stuff from Amazon. You can buy like a kayak uh, from Amazon. There's literally something for everybody. If you're like me, you've got Amazon.com bookmarked. But you know what? I say to you, throw that bookmark away. Just go to cinemageekly.com. On the right-hand side of our page, there's a big button with the Amazon logo. You just click that. It takes you to Amazon like normal. You shop like normal. There's no extra cost to you whatsoever. But for every purchase you make through that link on the cinemageekly.com website, Amazon is going to shave off 8 to 10% of that purchase and give it right back to Cinema Geekly. So if you are looking for a way to uh, help out your favoritist website in the whole wide universe or multiverse or hooniverse, then look no further. Click that button on the right side of cinemageekly.com buy yourself some cool shit from amazon.com and help out Cinema Geekly all at the same time.